Today we hear from the beginning of John's Gospel. And we have Nicodemus coming to the Lord in the darkness of night because he's afraid of being seen by his peers. He's a wealthy man, high in the hierarchy, yet he sees a need to come to Jesus to find out exactly what's going on. And Jesus simply says to him, the Son of Man has to be lifted up, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, that the people who were bitten by the serpent will look at this image, this snake wrapped around this staff, that they would have eternal life or have life to the fullness of what they were living. And he says, now that I'm telling you that the Son of God has to be lifted up too. He's going to be put on a pole, as we know, a cross. That we could have the gift of eternal life when we look at this wonderful image. As powerful and as strong as it is, to recognize that we have good life because of that. I find it amazing that the Protestant churches do not have crucifixes. They only see the after effects. But we have a great gift that's in front of all of our churches, the power of the crucifix that we have inside and outside that show us a suffering that the Lord was willing to take upon himself. God was willing to take this sacrifice so that we could have eternal life. That image is so powerful and so that it should touch the very core of who we are, that we recognize a God that loves us so much that he's willing to sacrifice his son for us. This wonderful season of of Lent gives us the opportunity to reflect on the necessary aspects of our life that we need to change, that we can go closer to the Lord and closer to one another, to the members of our families, to our close friends, to those of our society. And sometimes that's going to be a challenge because society doesn't want to hear what we have to say. But if we don't say it, then we just go down the road with them. And the Lord says the path is narrow. Few are going to be able to follow that path. Are we willing to take that path in our own lives? To be willing to stand up and say certain things are wrong. They're immoral. If we can't do that, we're going to be lost too. So much in our society is saying that all of that is out the out the door. But that's not true. The Lord himself was willing to sacrifice for us. Are we willing to sacrifice for him? Are we willing to sacrifice for one another? Are we willing to spend 40 days in true prayer asking for God's forgiveness and his graces upon us? Are we willing to sacrifice just three days out of, the, out of this 40 days? to be a witness in front of the abortion clinic. The people don't like us being there. And yet we have to be able to make a stand in the face of family, friends, to be able to tell the truth 
that it's immoral. And we have to be moral ourselves. And that's a challenge too at times. It's easier to just follow the way that, ah, don't worry about it. It's okay. As long as you don't hurt anybody. Well, that's a falsehood too. Because when we hurt ourselves, we hurt others. Because it has an effect on us. It changes who we are. One of the things I always amazed at in the seminary, the difference of how we would treat each other and treat the way we looked at things when we would go downtown, downtown Seattle. And if we wore our clerics, we acted totally different than we did with our casual clothes. That was a big mistake. Because it's not the clothes that we wear that makes us who we are. It's what's inside that's most important. To recognize who we are as God's children. That we have a responsibility to love ourselves, to love our brothers and sisters. That's the gift that the Lord gave to us as he gave it to so many who came to him seeking healing and grace. That we can be that instrument for one another bringing them the healing and the grace that they need through our witness, through our prayer. That's our gift. Lord, continue to bless us in providing that opportunity for our brothers and sisters.